What was that? Oh, it was the dishwasher or something. Yeah, something was, the was just making noises. Is talking to us. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm cold. Okay. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And this is The Residuals. Welcome to our first episode of our podcast about all things paranormal. Mm, spooky. Creepy shit. Weird things would have say. happened. We can't mm. quite explain it. If you have an explanation, I'd be totally open to hearing it. But right. I'm old and I haven't figured it out yet. So. Me too, sis. Yeah. Yeah. So the point of this podcast is to talk about our experiences and talk about the experiences of others. And uh, it's all about connecting with you guys and kind of erasing the stigmatism, I think, a little bit. I think people who have experienced things sometimes feel... They don't want to talk about it or they'll get laughed at or people think they're crazy because nothing like that's ever happened to them. Um, But yeah, I mean, all of us have had weird things happen. Right. And sometimes you can't explain it. And sometimes I don't know if it's, that's just possible, but it's just kind of acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. And your experience. This weird thing happened. And like, I don't have an explanation, but um, yeah, maybe it was a ghost. Um, do you want to go first? You want to say something else? Do we want to say anything else? I mean, not right now. I'm really relying heavily on you editing out all my dumb shit. So I'm just going <laughs> to talk a lot. <clears throat> So anyway. Come on, kick it, Joy. Oh, am I starting? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, So in 2016, um, my family moved from the borough in New York City of Queens to Kings County, which for those of you that don't know is just Brooklyn. Um, And we moved into a brownstone on South Slope near Greenwood Cemetery, for anyone who knows where that is. Um, and it was a brownstone built in 1899, um, and we were on the second floor. And shortly after we moved in, and by shortly I mean about two weeks after we moved in, we moved in, we had a week vacation planned already in Massachusetts, so all of our stuff was in boxes for a week, and then we came home, and then my husband said, oh, I have to go to L.A. for a month. Um, by myself to work and I said cool I have a house full of boxes from our old apartment and a six-month-old child so that's cool have fun Um, I'll be here unpacking when you get back so it was like this month of sort of sort of kind of single parenting not real single parenting but like dealing with everything by myself and then we go solo parenting solo parent that's the right word solo parenting you're welcome thank you um so we go for walks every day and hang out, just, you know, normal mom-kid stuff. But, like, his room always felt kind of funny. And not, like, 
the entire room, just like one specific part of it near a doorway into kind of a walk-in closet. Uh, we lived in a railroad apartment, and for anyone unfamiliar with that term, it's basically like a 72-foot by 20-foot-ish rectangle divided into rooms with zero hallways. So you have to walk room to room to room. Um, but anyway, there was one night, and my son was up. He was up all the time. He'd be up like every hour and a half to two hours. And I was tired and, you know, kind of out of it. I pick him up and nurse him back to sleep and we do this and you know rock him around the room and one night towards the end of the month when my husband was supposed to be coming home I think within a week or so I had my son in my arms and I was kind of half asleep standing there rocking him and I felt arms go around my midsection from behind me shut the fuck up and I could feel like a stomach and a chest press against my back oh my god and I felt like someone kissed me on the right side of my face like my and my first thought was oh my god my husband came home early and surprised me and like came up behind me while I'm rocking the baby and then my eyes flew open and I realized oh my god no it's like the middle of the night it's like three in the morning right now and I'm alone in my apartment in the dark with my son and I felt someone hold me and kiss me what and, like, I just kind of tried to brush it off because you're, like, exhausted when you're a parent. You don't, like, cause I had a six-month-old that would never sleep. Like, I was just tired all the time. I just told myself, oh, you must have, like, had a dream while you were standing up or something insane. Um, don't worry about it. So a couple of days go by. I'm downstairs talking to our neighbor. And out of nowhere, he brings up oh, yeah, well, the previous tenant upstairs kept talking about a ghost. Have you seen the ghost yet? <laughs> and I was just like, shut up. Don't fucking say that to me. Don't say that. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear those things. And we stayed there for over a year. Um, and nothing like that ever happened again. But that space in his room that led into another room always felt weird like it always just felt a little funny um and there were a couple other times I remember one specific time when my husband was home and I was in my son's room with him and he'd like my husband asked me a question from like across the house and when I finally answered him because remember railroad it's very long like he had to be probably 50 feet away from me right and then I realized he was next to me because I saw him peripherally in my vision while I was sitting in the doorway and I like quietly answered him because he was standing right there and I hear him again from 50 feet away yell what I couldn't hear you what did you what was the answer and I like whipped my head around to look at him and I'm like you weren't just standing right here and he's like no I've been in the kitchen the whole time and I was like oh my god I could have sworn so it was like things like that where I would feel like I would feel someone, you know how, like, you don't have to see them. You know when there's another body next to you. You just right. sense it. Like, I'd see a little bit peripherally, and I would feel someone standing there. It never, ever felt female to me, which I also know is a weird thing for some people to grasp. But it just it so. felt like a weird, just a male energy or something standing next to me. But it wasn't just like I felt it. Like, I could, like, part of my vision was taken up peripherally with somebody standing there. And it happened a few times. And every time in the middle of the night, I would 
hate having to get up and go into that room. I moved the rocking chair to the other side of the room so I wouldn't sit in that space with him. Like I would hold him and rock him facing the opposite way just in case like somebody decided to be like, hey, it's me that's like <laughs> messing with you all the time. And they never did anything terrible. I was never really like, it wasn't an in danger situation. They didn't move things. It wasn't a poltergeist. But it wasn't just like a, a thing that was residually walking through. It wasn't just this like playback right. because the initial contact for lack of a better word was contact that I felt like it was someone hugging me and I could right. just feel them press up against my body in such a familiar way that my sleep deprived like tired brain was like, Oh, it's your husband. So, yeah, that's my, my South Slope uh, <laughs> husband that took care of me, when, my ghost husband. <laughs> your cuddle buddy. Yeah, right. Your, your cuddle buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, so one thing about this podcast and myself and Joy, mm. we're both moms. Yes. We both have small children. It's true. We're currently recording at my house at my kitchen table, and my two-year-old is fighting her nap in the background. Mm -hmm. So you will be hearing a pissed off <laughs> teenager, maybe. We didn't um, cage an actual ghost. No, in the we didn't. That's not a wailing spirit. <laughs> However, one thing that we are both really uh, keen on is we don't do mommy shaming. So. No. If you feel that I am being cruel and torturous to my child, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Mm. Um, well, okay. Mm. Going with the whole kids and someone's in your house oh, thing. Oh, yes, yes. Let me settle in a little bit um, there. So we moved into our house a year and a half ago. The house that we'd been living in prior to that, we'd been renting the other side of town from us now. We'd been there for just over three years. We moved in on Halloween, and the house was at our landlord, right, Halloween. <laughs> our landlord used to live in a house, but he moved across the street because that's where his mom lived, who actually owned the house because she was in poor health. She died the night that we moved in. <gasps> no big deal. Right. No, I, mean, I mean, RIP, rest in peace. Sure. Thank you so much for buying this lovely house that we lived in so the house that we lived in before which is going to be another episode um was creepy as fuck we were there for just over a year and a half we have a cat who never came out from under furniture the mm. house was weird mm. um the house was well sorry i may as well say that it was, it was one of those places that had this awful energy that the second you stepped over the threshold into the home, you felt angry. You wanted to throw things angry. Yeah, no. Um, mm -hmm. Which was just awful. Awful. Um, so, and it felt really dark and it had these big, beautiful windows and it just felt, ever since I was a kid, when I go into a place, I will immediately notice if it feels like it has too many dark corners, if that makes sense. Right, like the like it's somehow sucking the light out of the air right. or something weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this house was bright and it was lovely and it felt welcoming. And the first day we were there, our cat was just 
chilling, taking a sun bath, came out from under the furniture and was like that for the three years we were there. Yeah. We, uh, we had our daughter living there. Like had her like, I gave birth to her while mm-hmm. we lived in this home. And um, we decided to move and we started preparing to move. And uh, the way our house was set up, my daughter's room was an interior room. So it had no windows looking into the outside of the house. There was like a sunroom behind her that looked into the garden. Mm-hmm. But we had blackout blinds all over the, those little windows in her room just because we needed her to sleep. So in this sunroom in the back, we had uh, our boxes that we'd started to pack all stacked up and basically almost exactly to the day a month before our moving date I started hearing bangs in the middle of the night coming from that back room as if a box had been kicked or was going to be like was had been knocked over and the house started to feel different it didn't feel so light and home and welcoming anymore um and then maybe two weeks before we moved my kid is she's normally a great sleeper <laughs> at least she is at nighttime. So I woke up because I heard her on the monitor being really agitated, just really agitated. And I look on the video monitor we have and I see lights. There's one at the end of her crib inside her crib. There's one going in and out underneath her crib. Like not reflection no. lights. Like there's no ambient light Not that comes like a into toy this room. That she had on that was. Nope. Mm-hmm. I actually thought someone had broken into our house and they were mag lights. Oh That's how you can see they're perfectly round. <sighs> so, being you know a modern mother, instead of going in to see her immediately, I got my phone and I recorded it. Also because I knew that no one would believe me. Right, yeah. You know? Well, everything yeah. is so evidence-based right. now that it's like, exactly. if you didn't have it on your phone, it didn't happen. Right. Like, Pixar, it didn't happen. Right. So um, I recorded it, uh, and then I went into her room, and um, she, like, calmed down the second I walked in the room, mm-hmm. and I gave her cuddles, and I put her back in bed, like, within five, ten minutes happens again. She's agitated and I can see this thing. She's crammed all the way. She stuck herself all the way at one end of the crib as far away from this light Aww. as possible. And she's, it's not that she sounds scared. She just sounds irritated, like, bugger off. I just <laughs> want to sleep. I'm exhausted. I'm six months old. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. And I went back in her room and I ended up just sitting in her room for 20 minutes and I felt like a crazy person, but I had to have a little conversation with whatever was in there and just be like, right. you need to leave my kid alone. Mm. This is this is not acceptable. This is not okay. Mm. And after that, um, nothing else like that happened with her. However, the energy in the house got really, really uncomfortable. It suddenly felt incredibly dark and um, after we moved out, I had to go back and do two trips to the house just to get extra stuff mm. before our right. you know, lease was officially up. And I could not get out of that house quick enough. Oh, my God. I know that feeling. It's terrible. It's a horrible feeling. Mm. You walk in and the fear is immediate. 
and that feeling of something is over your shoulder and it's like it's it's like being in um I guess when you're scuba diving and you have the intense pressure, the atmospheric pressure of the water around you. Oh, interesting. It felt like that. Like I've never been scuba diving. All of the pressure was oh sucked out of the room. And um, yeah, I could not get out of there fast enough. Oh. And that was that. And we moved here and everything was fine. Wow. But it's almost like the house was so angry that we were leaving. Right. And I couldn't help but wonder if, you know, going back to the name of this podcast, The Residuals, I feel like a lot of experiences people have, there's lots of different kinds, right? So right. you have things yeah. that are, um, they can interact with you. Mm-hmm. And then I feel that a lot of places just hold memories and that's what you experience. Yeah, just like the feelings, like it's on a loop or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like a video playing over and over again. And right. Maybe only one time of day it feels funny there. And exactly. And the rest of the time it's fine. So it's like yeah. just a residual memory or experience or just mm-hmm. energy, right? So I feel like with that old house, the residual energy was just straight up anger. And it almost felt like the residual with this house was someone just being upset that they had welcomed us into their home. We'd made it our home. We got married at that house. Aww. We had our kid at that house. And we started our life officially at that they house. Loved you. And then we picked up and buggered off. And they Aww. were like, now. They were just bummed. I don't know, man. They scared the shit out of me. Well, maybe they in life weren't good at communicating their feelings either. Oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe they were just like, I don't know how to express this. They didn't know how to use their big people words. They had no words. No, they were just like, <laughs> I'm going to make you feel as physically Aww. uncomfortable as possible. Aww. I know. So, speaking of evidence mm, of things, yes. we have an official instagram account we do and on there uh i will put the video the footage of that crazy shit mm-hmm. swimming in and out of my child's bed it's weird and um yeah it's bonkers, super, super weird it's super weird <laughs> really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and even looking at it now and it's a year and a half past when that happened you feel that like you, feel you instantly that. feel how you did that yeah. moment. Yeah. That shock. It's one thing when it's like, oh, I recorded this and like my dogs were home or whatever. It's like, right. no, my kid was in this room. Yeah. And like, how was, do you fight a ghost if they get shitty? But it, it's not even that. It was that they were antagonizing my kid. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that they were just hanging out and my kid was asleep. Yeah. It was that they, it, whatever it was, was antagonizing my daughter. Yeah. Don't do that. No, I don't care if I mean? you're dead or alive. No. Like, <laughs> it's not like going my to the kid. right. It's not like going yeah. on a on a ghost tour of the Queen Mary and no. taking pictures of orbs in Winston Churchill's oh, room. We should do that. Though. We should do. We can actually. I went for my Did birthday you? a few years ago, Aww. and the poor tour guide. Number one, they really didn't. They were doing. <gasps> What? And then they made the mistake of saying to us, yeah, I ran, uh, I was in the front office doing the tickets until like a week ago. And oh. I was like, oh, for God's sake. sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's.
If you would like to share your story, either in person or through email, please let us know. We would love to chat with you or read your stories for the five people who listen. You can choose to stay anonymous or come out of the haunted closet, whichever you prefer. We simply ask that they are 100% your stories. We know a lot of your friends and relatives have really interesting ones, but these are first-hand accounts. So if you think that your mother-in-law has the greatest ghost story on the planet, by all means, encourage her to contact us, but please don't tell the story for her. Also, none of that creepypasta Reddit shenanigans we can Google. If we say something that's wrong and we misinform you on the podcast, please let us know. We truly hate being wrong and we'd rather know the truth, but please just try not to be a dick about it. One of the easiest ways to learn more about us is to go to our website, which is theresidualspodcast.com. That's the residuals with an S, podcast.com. On our website, you can find a link to contact us or you can do it directly via email by writing to us at theresidualspodcast.com at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at the underscore residuals underscore podcast we'll upload any pertinent information events or stories there and sometimes we'll have pictures or videos relating to the stories we tell on each episode i know it's very exciting now occasionally we will have requests for specific themes or stories for you to tell us regarding your unexplained and paranormal experiences. Our podcast is coming out on Wednesdays because, let's face it, the week is too long as is, and it's something to break up that monotonous shithole of your Monday through Friday. We're going to be starting with two episodes a month. We would love to do it more frequently, but we both have jobs and kids and partners and pets who need feeding and bum wiping. We'd quickly like to thank our partners for encouraging us to do something for our bloody selves. Childcare for making this possible, purple-planet.com for providing our music, and to dead people. Because without you, this wouldn't be possible. We love you all. Now, rejoin our residual selves, where we are already bullshitting about our crystals and life in Los Angeles. Break out that amethyst and rose Paulo sent out the shit out of my house before I came over here today. Did you really? Yes. <gasps> Maybe I should stage this shit. I kind of like every Monday. I sort of try to just like really? open the windows, and I usually use sage. I just got some Palo Santo for the first time. Not in like a witchy woo woo. I'm doing dances while right, I do right. it, but just like I get some more air in from like the whole week before and the weekend and. It's my, like, you know, husband goes back to work, kid goes to preschool, and I'm, like, alone in the house. So I'm yeah. like, all right, let me just open the windows and get the bad juju out if there is any, like, stress from things that were going on the last week, and that's my, like, Monday routine. It's your fresh start to the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should do that, although it's the good. pollen around here I know, is it's disgusting. abysmal. I've been a snot so, factory for, like, I a mean, month. I want to clear out some <laughs> bad spirits. However, <laughs> I don't want to get a sinus headache. You just have to just, like, open it for a little while. Get a little new air coming in. Okay. I will say, I mean, listen. Mm. We're based in Los Angeles, but, you know, neither of us are from L.A. originally. No, is anyone? But I feel like you move here, no matter where you come from, suddenly you're like, oh, my God, it's the full moon. I have to put my crystals outside and bathe them. (laughs) 
I'm going to break out my tarot cards. I'm going to light my different candles for what I want. And you become that person that you have marked your entire life. I had slightly different experience because I kind of like was that person before when I was younger. I was like, oh, I like some crystals and I'm sort of like searching for like a thing because I was brought up Roman Catholic. Um, Me too. And that like did not, it just didn't sit with me. Like no offense if it was your deal, cool, whatever. But like it just was not resonating with me. So in high school, I kind of went on like a search for something else that would feel right. Right. And I kind of stopped along like pagan stuff for a bit and I you know, dabbled with things here and there but no big deal. It, yeah I just kind a of little like, bit of innocent sacrificial sure. shit I mean like no one missed that goat so we, we like sort of just like went through this evolution of like Catholic school and then try on some other stuff and then I'm like no fuck all this I'm an atheist and then I had a baby and I'm like well I'm still an atheist but like Crystals are pretty. And like <laughs> and I really like the way the sage smells. Right. So if I like wave it around my house a bit, <clears throat> also in the closets and stuff, even when I was like, You do it um, in all the corners. I might open the front door and it's around the edges. Really? Maybe just cause just maybe. I don't know. Like it's I'm I'm thorough. It's do you not do so any much chanting with it. I don't. It? I don't. Other than like, chicken, are you here? Chicken, sorry, chicken's my cat. Chicken, where are you? I let her, I accidentally let her out of the house the other day and forgot. <laughs> so when, when my son and I tried to leave to go out, I opened the front door and the cat was just sitting there and she ran back in. Was she like, what is your damage? Like, Fuck you. How Why dare you, you not notice my here? presence was not yeah, in the house? Miffed. To oh say the least. Um, but yeah, you know, I had some crystals, and like my husband and my son were both born in February, and so were my grandparents. So there's just a lot of like amethyst stuff around because right. that means something. So I guess it's more like things that connect to me in like a more familial way. Did you know that the amethyst's nickname is the recovery stone? Really? Yeah. Oh. Do you want to add anything else? I don't know. I think I think that's all right. We did okay. Did yeah. we do okay? I think we did. Is that okay. all right? Emily's the only one with headphones on right now. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck I sound like. You sound amazing. Thank you for listening. Yes, to thank episode you. one. If you've gotten this far, I, I really appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. We send you a virtual high five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tune in to our next episode and that's hopefully, funny. you know. Joy will have a pair of headphones for this one. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> it's all right. You know, it's, it's fine. fine. It's probably better this way. Okay. All right. Thank and you so much. Until next time, uh, don't be afraid of the dark. <gasps> oh my God, I love that. God, you're amazing. I'm still going to be afraid of the dark, but don't you be. Bye.